just before we dismiss, I want you to open up your Bibles to the book of <laughs> Hebrews chapter 11. Isn't the Lord wonderful? Isn't His presence awesome? How many of you guys are just living in His presence? <laughs> we are carriers of the eternal flame of God. Hallelujah. And uh, Thursday night, I, I was, <laughs> I was, the Lord kept waking me up and dealing with me through the night. I've had him do this a few times and it, it felt restless, but it wasn't. When I woke up, I felt like a million dollars. I felt like I got a full night's sleep. And uh, the Lord, it really started before I went to sleep. And I was just praying, Lord, what, what, <laughs> No, it's just here so wonderfully right now. I just uh, tried to keep it together this morning, but you know what? <laughs> Welcome to the river where we let it all hang out. <laughs> Glory to God. And uh, <laughs> hallelujah. And, 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 and before, the, before I went to bed, the Lord was dealing with me on what I was to speak on Sunday morning. And uh, he said, son, tell my people, don't stop believing me for big things. Don't tell them not to stop believing me for that which I have promised them, for I will bring it to pass. And when he said that, I was sitting at my computer, and I would think I was playing Candy Crush or something. I mean, I was, I was just sitting at the computer, just doing my thing. But I was in my spirit praying on what he was for me to speak on. And when he said that, it just exploded in my spirit. And I said, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll tell him that. <laughs> and I went to bed. And it's one thing when the Lord speaks it to you one time, but then it was right it had to be one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. The Holy Ghost woke me up and he said, son, tell my people, urge my people, do not quit believing me for big things. That which I have promised them, I will surely bring it to pass. <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> and I, I kind of got comfortable again. And I went back to sleep. And it couldn't have been 30 minutes later. This is a Thursday night. The Holy Ghost woke me up and he said, son, tell my people it pleases me when they believe me for big things. And then it didn't stop. It just over and over in my spirit, just turning. And, and, and I was rolling in, in the bed because I, I was tired. And I was trying to sleep. But at the same time, I mean, it was like a river. He just kept speaking to me, it to me over and over. He said, tell my people that which I promised them, I will bring it to pass. So I go to sleep again, and he wakes me up again. It had been 3 o'clock in the morning. The Holy Ghost wakes me up. He said, son, tell my people, don't stop believing me for big things. And then he began to speak to me about Noah. He says, consider Noah. He said, I told him there was a flood coming. And he said, one of the greatest faith preachers, he preached for 100 years, there's a flood coming. There's a flood coming. And he built an ark. Hallelujah. Why he had faith and he, he knew what God had spoken to him. Amen. And he acted upon the word of the Lord and he didn't quit. He didn't get discouraged. He did it. 
He carried out the assignment that was given to him by heaven. Even imagine a hundred years building an ark, but there's never been rain. What's a flood? They don't know what a flood looks like, but you're building an ark. People probably came around to laugh at him, to mock him. That crazy Noah saying that there's going to be a flood coming. Warning us of this flood that is coming. What a crazy man. And I imagine they gathered around to mock him and to laugh at him. But he said, God has spoken to me that there will be a flood coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was just him and a few other people building this ark, him and his family. And the Lord began to speak to me about all these things. He says, take note of my servant Noah and what he did and how he believed me. What has God spoken to you? And listen, a lot of times what you, many of you are going through right now is only preparatory to what God is going to be bringing you into. And I went back to sleep. He woke me up again. He said, son, tell my people. <laughs> Don't stop believing me for big things. That which I've spoken to them, I will surely bring to pass. He said, consider my servant Abraham, <laughs> who staggered not at my promise. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Who? <Whew>. Jesus. <laughs> He didn't even consider his own body. Amen? <laughs> Who wants to have a baby when you're 100 years old? You know what I mean? <laughs> but God had promised him a son, and he waited all those long years. <laughs> Got to watch now the anointing. It might be here for a child, <laughs> for children. <laughs> Why? Because, listen. Abraham was walking. He staggered not at the promises of God. I imagine he was just walking. One day the anointing fell on him. He looked over at Sarah and said, Sarah, get in the tent. I have an anointing on me right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just fell on him all of a sudden. <laughs> you go, woo! And the sun at least of God. Amen. But God brought him the promise. <laughs> you know you can have this much fun at church. <laughs> what has God promised you? What has God shown you? If he has said it, if he has spoken it to you, he will surely bring it to pass. I went back to sleep. He woke me up again. He was going in my spirit like a tornado. He said, son, tell my people Tell them not to stop believing me for big things. For if I've spoken it, I will truly bring it to pass. And he brought me over to Galatians. While I'm laying on my bed, he spoke to me. Galatians 6, 9. Do not be weary in well-doing for in due season. You shall reap if you faint not. If you faint not. 
What has he spoken to you? What has he promised to you? What has he shown you in the nine hours? What has he, glory to God, hallelujah. Because I know he's speaking to me and he's showing me what's going to come to pass in these last days all the time. Mom was doing a concert here last night, a Christmas concert. I'm sitting right here and as I'm sitting there, the Lord just showing me things. And he's just showing me things about not just the church, but the ministry in the city. And, and I mean, he's always speaking to me and showing it to me. And if I try to reason it out with my head, I would say there is no way. There is no way that these things can be. But with man, it is impossible. But with God. All things are possible, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. <laughs> we do not do it in our ability, we do it in his ability. We do not look at the circumstances. We do not look at where we're at now. We look at where he's bringing us. We look for the city whose builder and maker is God. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many of you guys know, even at this church, God has spoken to us big things? <laughs> it may look small in the natural eyes, but it is bigger. Just like Pastor John, when I was down at Dr. Rodney Howard Brown's ministry, Pastor Rodney and Pastor John Hawkins grabs a hold of my hand and he says, Zach, you're in a place. He says, what you have stumbled on in Kishokton is bigger than you. <laughs> he says, so God is going to raise up a team around you and, and the vision is going to be carried. So then I go over to Hamilton after that and, and, and Scott Willis walks up to me and he says, <laughs> because I was laying out in the power of God and I said, Lord, uh, here, listen, when you're laying out in the power of God, that's the time for God to minister to you. But I was out under the power of God. The presence of God was all over me and I started to try to work a deal with God. <laughs> I, I said, Lord, I said, I know you sent me to shock. I know you've sent the river people and they're doing great things. I said, but Lord, we need, we need leaders. Not that we have mighty leaders in this place. I said, but we need like a, we need like a pastor Daniel to come and, and, and break some things open in the school realm and in the jail realm and in the nursing home and everything. I began to speak to the Lord on these things. And I said, Lord, I need a pastor Daniel. You know, Pastor Daniel, he's crazy, man. Pastor Daniel McGee. I had a dream last night that he came and, and gave me my test results because I was his intern at RBI. He hands me my test results and I had a D. And when he walked away, I had his accent. <laughs> it was the weirdest dream. I was, I was talking like this. I was talking with the Alabama accent. <laughs> but anyway, I, yeah, I, I had some too many cookies. <laughs> Anyway, I said, Lord, I need my pastor there. Scott Willis comes up to me and he says, I know this is going to be hard for you to believe, but the Lord just told me to tell you that God's going to send men greater than Pastor Daniel to you, and he's going to raise a team around you, and, and all of Ohio will know about the river. And then I thought, that just means all of Ohio is going to know about Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. What has he shown you? Keep your eyes on what he's shown you. What has he spoken? What's the vision he's put in you? Someone says, well, I'm not too sure right now. Then I know what you can do. Hook up with someone else's vision until God gives you your own vision. Plug in behind someone else. 
that has an anointed vision of God. Hebrews 11 in verse 6, it says, <laughs> and see, I didn't even, I, I read this a hundred times, but it wasn't until the next day when I pulled this open in the Bible, it went in the same order that God had spoken it to me. I mean, the same exact order. Listen to this in verse 6. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And the rest of this chapter, we call it the hall of faith. And, and just listen to this. It says, <laughs> By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things, at, of things not yet seen. Let me read it from the Amplified Bible. It says, Promoted by faith, Noah, being forewarned by God concerning events, which as yet there was no visible sign, took heed, and diligently and reverently constructed and prepared an ark for the deliverance of his own family. By this, his faith, which relied on God, he passed judgment and sentence on the world's unbelief and became an heir and possessor of righteousness. Hallelujah. And then the next verse in verse 8, it says, urged on by faith, Abraham. I mean, see, it went Noah, Abraham, just like God spoke it to me the next day. God gives me this passage. And it says in Amplified in verse 8, urged on by faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed and went forth to a place which he was destined to receive as an inheritance. And he went, although he did not know or trouble his mind about where he was to go. He didn't even know he went where he was going, but he didn't even worry about it. He just walked out on the water. Amen. Hallelujah. This man right here is planning to go to Bible school about all the way down in Tampa, Florida to the River Bible Institute. And he doesn't even know. I mean, he's going to walk out on the water in the uncharted territories. Why? Obeying the call. Obeying that which God has shown him, the vision God has put on his heart. Although he did not know or trouble his mind about where he was to go. Prompted by faith. He dwelled as a temporary residence in the land which was designated in the promise of God, though he was like a stranger in a strange country, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heirs with him in the same promise. For he was waiting expectantly and confidently, looking forward to the city which has fixed and firm foundations, whose architect and builder is God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'll just end there. Not that we couldn't go into the entire chapter and read about men and women of God who just chose to take God at his word. Just look at where you are now compared to where you were last year or 10 years ago. Where will you be a year from now? Where will you be five years from now? Where will you be 10 years from now? Where will God take you? Where will he blow you? Those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Those that are blown by the wind of the Spirit. Just hook up. Just hook up and be obedient to that which he has told you. I remember, I'll close with this, and we'll take communion. <laughs> I remember this. I was in the restroom. And I was getting ready for bed. 
And I was looking in the mirror and I thought, where will I be 10 years from now? And I thought in my natural mind, I said, well, probably I will be working at a software, because I was working in software at that time, even though I was in Bible school. And I said, well, probably I'll be at a software company somewhere, volunteering at a ministry somewhere, and, and, and being used of God in that area, but still making a good living with my software thing, which I was a project manager at a software company. It was an awesome job. And as I begin to ponder, where will I be 10 years from now? This was two years ago. I begin to just ponder, where am I going to be? Has anyone else ever done that? Where am I going to be 10 years? It's fun to think on. And as I begin to think on that, and I'm just going through, oh, I'll have a nice looking wife, <laughs> nice looking kids, <laughs> car, house, all these things. As I begin to speak, I seen a vision. And in the vision, I seen a pulpit just standing there, and, and, a, and it was a church, and I seen myself walking up to the pulpit with a Bible, and I put the Bible down and opened up the Bible. And then the change, and I seen another pulpit, a different church, and I walked up with my Bible, I sat my Bible down, I opened the Bible. And that happened two or three times, and it was two or three different pulpits. And then it changed again. And I seen little stadiums just packed out with people. I seen all these things. And the Lord says, I've called you to ministry. You see, there's your plan for your life. And then there's God's plan that he's destined for your life. You can choose what plan you want to go with. Someone says, well, that's just because you're a pastor. That's just because you're special. I am nothing special. I'm just crazy enough to take him at his word, to believe this right here. I believe it from Genesis to Revelation. I even believe the book of maps. <laughs> I, I, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I see it. I walk it. I talk it. And I'm standing in the church of people who believe it and see it and walk it and talk it and pray it and eat it and live it. And anything he will do He'll do within the confines of his word. Don't give up. Don't quit. God has called you to take cities in the land of giants. <laughs> do not believe the evil report. Believe God's report. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and pass out communion.